0: This is an encore presentation. If you like it, listen live on Saturday at 8 in the morning, Soul Sanctuary. You should be, you should be here with me. You should be
1: here with me. Girl, you know you drive me. Girl, you know you drive me. You should be here with me.
0: Views on this program are solely those of the host and his or her guests and do not reflect those of KZSM Radio, SMTX CRA, or its governing body. Good morning, Soul Sanctuary. Good morning, soldiers. It's Atika. You made it. It's a beautiful Saturday morning. We're here together uh, on Soul Sanctuary, and I'm so glad that you joined me today. So this week, uh, our element or our focus is on space. And actually, we do consider that an element for for the purposes of of our show. Uh, And space is kind of like the Y, letter Y, right, of elements. It's sometimes considered an element, sometimes it's not. Uh, But we are considering an element today, and we're going to be looking at the element of space. So the chakra that embodies that element is your crown chakra. So this is a good week to pay attention to all things that connect you to whatever that oversoul or um, that connection that all humans have together, whatever your faith is, uh, that your connection to that which connects us all. And that is what your crown chakra uh, brings your awareness to. That's located just above the head. The color for it is purple. Um, And if you see me, uh, recently you know they have purple braids in my hair, some of them. And that purple is just about that. It's about that crown chakra, the royalness, that amazing connection that we all have together. You'll notice that um, a lot of times when you have uh, a low vibration, when you're in a dark place, um, one of the first or the biggest emotions that you'll feel is loneliness. And that loneliness can perpetuate so much other negativity, and one of the problem, or what that's, what that comes from, is not recognizing the connection that we all have to each other. We're all absolutely connected to each other. Um, one of the reasons I like tarot is because that kind of brings out that connection, or is evidence of it. You can see how my pulling your cards and you know being able to speak into your situation that all has to do with our connection. It's all just energy, which is always there um, and always having an effect on us. Um, so I really like this uh, the idea of spending the next several days focusing on that connection, especially because this time of year, um, as we discussed earlier on a couple of uh, Facebook feeds, this time of year is considered uh, when the veil is thinnest, right, between this dimension and the next one, or between life and death, uh, depending on your belief system, that can look different, Um, but there's so many cultures that believe that we have more access um, to that which is unseen right now than any other time of the year. So what a great time to go ahead and like, you know, brush off and polish up and enhance our kind of expression of the universe so that we can connect to others, right? Um, also about this time of year uh, we just entered Scorpio so we're in Scorpio now happy birthday to all the Scorpios we'll be in Scorpio all the way up until November 21st uh, the day before Thanksgiving so happy birthday to you guys I hope you're enjoying your birthday you do something fun something you've never done before Uh, let's talk about Scorpio for a second Scorpio in the extremes So this is supposed to be the good ones. I I didn't write this. I'm reading it. (laughs) This is supposed to be the good ones. The good attributes are sympathetic, passionate, classy, uh, determined, confident, direct, creative, kind-hearted, calm, and funny. So those are all the great attributes that we can expect from our Scorpio friends. They were born between October 23rd and November 21st. Uh, Then the negative extremes, or this one has a darker background, so I I suppose these are things that we're supposed to see as negative. Uh, It says, Scorpios are unforgiving, unemotional, vulgar, obsessive, unpredictable, insecure, sarcastic, destructive, revengeful, chaotic, and wicked. That sounds like everybody to me. I think everybody can be those things. (laughs) I don't know if that's specific to a Scorpio or why it would be. But if you have Scorpio in your life, or you are, let me know if that rings true. Do those things kind of speak specifically to Scorpio? Possibility. Uh, Let me know. You can always write me at soul.sanctuary at hotmail.com. So it's soul.sanctuary at hotmail.com if you want to write in about the show. Uh, So that's the time of year we are. So we're in when the veil is thinnest. We're talking about the crown chakra. The element is space. And we're saying happy birthday to all of our Scorpio friends. One of the uh, questions that I asked um, my little audience (laughs) in my corner of the world this week is why do so many cultures uh, believe that the veil is thinnest at this time of year? And I got a lot of really good answers. Um, A lot has to do with uh, harvest and the harvest moon. Um, And people did recognize that all over the world in different parts of the planet, uh, somehow, these different cultures that weren't raised around each other—you know—that had completely separate cultures from each other, like the Druids and the Egyptians, versus versus um, our our Spanish um, brethren, <laughs> versus our Anglo brethren, versus our African brethren. Everyone or a lot of these different cultures, the ones I'm mentioning, all found a reason to kind of look at what it is, what is the difference between life and death and kind of consider our access to that other side and that this time of year is good for it. That's why we have All Hallows Eve now, Dia de los Muertos. There's so many holidays around this time that really put focus on uh, that transition, right, from the physical being into that which is eternal. I think it's amazing that so many cultures, first of all, came up with the concept that there's this transition that goes from physical into eternal. And then that they found such similar ways and really beautiful ways uh, to honor that. For me, um, in my lifetime, this lifetime, this happens to also be the uh, anniversary of when uh, my Orisha transitioned from physical into the eternal. Um, She died three years ago and so this week has not been awesome (laughs) when you are memorializing losing someone that you love that much it can really kind of dig into some of your shadow it's hard to really be up and bouncy around people and i wasn't even like acknowledging that this is that time of year it kind of snuck up on you um... so as you go into kind of honoring your ancestors and stuff i think it's great to you know, cook the food that they liked or do something sweet that reminds you of them, the good parts, the, the parts that you got to share um, in this lifetime with them. Uh, for me, uh, with, with my angel, it's always when I laugh really hard. Whenever I laugh really hard now, I immediately start crying <laughs> because she was laughter to me. She was the embodiment of laughter to me. Um, and so uh, I want to dedicate a song to her before this break. Uh, then we'll talk about more metaphysical stuff on the other side. Uh, the song is universal love because she taught me so much about love. Everything I know about it. Uh, so this is dedicated to her.
2: tonight's entertainment. What's up, everybody? Tune in Wednesdays for me, J-Rod, and my co-host Pennington as we get into all the latest movie news and speculation in pop culture. From the MCU to the DCEU, or whatever they're trying to be, reboots to remakes, we put it all together and bring it to you live. That's Wednesday nights, 7 to 9 p.m., only on KZSM.org.
3: The end of a very long week is at hand. You've made it through. It's time for a drink. Pour a cold one, pet the cat, take your shoes off, and just like that, I'm right here with you in a blink, spinning the tunes you want to hear and talking to people you want to know. I'm there. KZSM.org, 8 to 10 Central Standard Time. On Fridays, you're listening to Friday Night with Care.
2: This is David, the handsomest boy on the radio. Listen every Thursday night to rock your face at its new time, 8 p.m. The hits, the misses, rock and roll, blues, soul, funk, reggae, afrobeat, and more. That's 8 p.m. Thursday night on KZSM.org.
0: So thanks, everybody, for sticking with us here at Soul Sanctuary. We're on the other side of our first break. And uh, yesterday, I got this really cool note about uh, a, uh, an exercise called sweeping the yard. And so it's about doing uh, like a clearing. You know everybody does like spring cleaning? Uh, this is called a clearing instead of the word cleaning, which I really like the idea of that because to clear gives a different idea than to clean. Like to clear means to remove... What doesn't need to be there anymore so that you have space uh, to you know, fill up with good stuff? Uh, this is a whole article. Um, it's on Pinterest. It's called Sweeping the Yard um, Ancestor Work Plus Fall Clearing. And uh, the young lady goes through and, and does a really good job of explaining uh, what's happening. And um, uh, apparently, there's d- another article called Sweeping the Yard uh, for spring cleaning that she did uh, before. But let me just explain to you this mini ritual. I think that um, it would be really great for. Uh, for really anybody to do if you're finding that you're in a funk which is what a lot of the readings I'm doing uh, here in the last I guess three or four weeks uh, a lot of people are in funks or some kind of stuck Um, and I'm I am a true believer that confusion is a trick of the ego Uh, so if you're because meanwhile while you're confused and you're kind of busy being confused the information the answers all that is being kind of kept from you're keeping it from yourself kind of to give yourself something to do really because here's the thing once you're not confused anymore once you make a decision we have this kind of inalienable uh pressure to do something about it and so as long as we stay in confusion it's kind of like we get to just sit and i think unfortunately that uh, a lot of times we kind of use as a defense mechanism to stay where we are to not grow it's scary growth is scary It's a scary thing, it can feel very intimidating. If you're used to the creature comforts that you have around you, if you're not really ready to stretch and move, if you'd rather pay lip service to real healing uh, than to do the work involved, uh, growth uh, can be even more scary. I really don't think there's a person for which it's not uh, intimidating or for which it's not a little bit frightening to move and grow. Um, But I do think that it's much further away from those who have a whole lot of denial going on, who don't see themselves, who don't realize the effect they have on themselves and others. Um, There's like a saying that says, none are as blind as the man who will not see or something. I'm terrible with sayings. (laughs) I'm sure I've butchered many of them. Uh, in my almost year on the radio. Uh, But let's get back into this ritual. So it says that the mini ritual um, sweeping the yard for fall um, is that it can be adapted to all kinds of living spaces and there's about five steps. So the first step is to gather. You're gonna gather the materials all in one place. The mop, the broom, the water, and any cleaners you're gonna be using. Um, If you're gonna light uh, sacred smoke or candles, gather all that together. And then once you have all those things in the same area, you're going to bless what you've gathered. That's the second step. Give thanks to the physical and metaphysical work that the broom and mop is about to do. Thank ancestors, honoring those who have swept the yard before you. Oh, I love that part. You know how I am about ancestors. I love that before you get started, you're going to go ahead and call them and honor them. It doesn't say tell them to come help you. It says to honor those who did it before you. It's so important, I think. Um, to have a really good walk here on this planet um, that you honor those who came before you because there were those who came before you and if you are one of the, um, the the groups of people whose people had to fight to be here or had to fight to get here you know whatever struggles came through down through your DNA that you ha- are the recipient of it's such an important um, part I think enjoy your current life to honor those who had lives before you and contributed to yours it says you are to offer up any other prayers um and it says due to historical and present day trauma we may not be able to name our ancestors um and then you can affirm that we don't know the know our ancestors names to honor them i'm sorry it says we do not have to know our ancestors name to honor them. Just saying ancestors is powerful and I love that too because it kind of forgives you for those of us who can't go that far back um, through our um, family tree and I hope that that's true. I hope it matters that your intention is that you're honoring your ancestors and I think that's what happens. I do believe that. The third step uh, is to clear with intention so pay attention to the parts of your home and your yard that feel heavy and dense. Linger there it says So if you come across a part of your house that feels like there's a whole lot going on, or if you know from experience that that's where all the fights happen (laughs) or disagreements get uglier. Remember, yellow is an angry color. So if you have a yellow kitchen or a yellow room, careful with that. That can help. That's an angry color. So it can kind of contribute to disagreements. You have to look up colorology for all that. Uh, But it says you want to linger there and then come back as needed until it feels right to continue. I love that idea because it does get you to depend on your own feeling, your own intuition, your own experience of your space. And that's so important. Like If you take nothing else away from Soul Sanctuary, I hope it is to uh, begin to pay a little bit more attention to your intuition. uh, Because it really won't steer you wrong. That's how you know the difference between whether it's your intuition or your ego intuition doesn't steer you wrong right okay so it says um as you clear deepen your intention by using your voice saying an affirmation or a prayer hum or sing isn't that beautiful do you remember grandma humming and singing while she cleaned up i mean that came right from her answer so i remember i have visions of that in my great aunties and it says um There's another way you can also do the lion's breath from yoga if you don't want to hum or sing. And that usually makes everybody laugh, which is a good thing because adding joy, bringing lightness to your cleaning is healing as well. It doesn't have to be this heavy, ominous stuff that looks like an exorcist, you know, (laughs) all serious and dark. It can be light because we have that. We're given that in our personalities to help us get through this crazy life, right? The fourth step is to add sacred smoke so um the lady who wrote the article says that she um burns incense or sage i'm a big incense person so i probably would do incense and um and that when if you if you can't use fire she says you could use a flameless candle the idea of uh bringing candles or a flameless candle to the uh to the space is enough and I, i love that because some people can't light stuff because what if you're clearing your office you know most offices you can't light stuff at um so you can even do that there isn't that a great idea like if you're having a terrible time at work uh... and there's just not a whole lot of harmony going on there what if you took the time to clear your space so that that negative energy would be less comfortable there with you and you can just start tracking just positivity right? and then the fifth step is to open your doors sweep any remaining energy that is no longer needing out of the living space um... you also use clearing words like this house is now clear I am thankful or letting go I let spirit in I love the idea of clearing right clearing your space so that you can allow more in um, so hopefully um, you'll find some use in that in that, uh, that kind of little walkthrough of how to do this mini sweeping yard for fall so I'll just go quickly through the steps again and they were to gather to bless to clear with intention to add sacred smoke and then open the doors how wonderful so now we have something to do all together how about we commit to each other that over the next week we'll clear just the worst energy in our house find the space in your house that has the worst energy is it uh, your bathroom is it the kitchen because you know you're usually angry cooking food <laughs> our Jamaican friends wouldn't eat anything if you're angry when you cook it they know better right uh, is it the porch? Is it that when you go from the outside world into your kind of little corner of the world, that's when all the depression falls on you? Find the place in your house that feels the worst and clear it. If you can do the whole house, that's amazing. But how about just take you know the five minutes this will this will take uh, to allow yourself some space to have some good juicy stuff, right? I think that's for everybody. I don't think it just has to be uh, women who do it. I don't think you have to push it on the kids. But I hope that everybody will individually kind of go in and do this with the intention of clearing and allowing space for more beautiful things to come, come to you. And then I'm going to dedicate this song to everybody who's listening uh this is one of my favorites uh we're gonna be real prince heavy because i'm honoring my sister today and she is why i love prince she's why i wear bindis and silver and about 60 percent of my personality uh (laughs) so uh here we're gonna go into uh and god created woman enjoy much This is an encore presentation. If you like it, listen live on Saturday at 8 in the morning, Soul Sanctuary. You should be here with me, babe. You should be here with
1: me, babe. You should be here with me, babe. Girl, you should be here me, babe. You should be, you should be here
2: This is David, the handsomest boy on radio. Listen every Tuesday night from 10 p.m. till midnight for jazz, fusion, bebop, samba, bossa nova, cool jazz, Latin, and maybe even some reggae and some Afrobeat. That's Tuesday night at 10 p.m. till midnight on KZSM.org, San Marcos, Texas.
3: Hi, I'm Ellen, and welcome to the Ellen B. Show. Come join me and my guests for deep conversations covering such areas as birth, death, dying, health, religion, and politics. No topics are too controversial. So tune into the L&B Show on KZSM.org Thursdays from 7 to 8 p.m. Central Time as we explore all aspects of life.
2: Grace and Wild Variety. Tune into Mixed Bag every Wednesday morning from 10 a.m. to noon for music and conversation as diverse as the San Marcos police blotter. Mixed bag every Wednesday morning from 10 to noon only on KZSM.org.
0: Everybody. that was our second break we're halfway through the show here thank you so much for uh sticking with us here at soul sanctuary so um did i talk to you about how to get in contact with me if you want to write me here having to do with show stuff <laughs> we're gonna write to soul.sanctuary at hotmail.com you can uh book if you want a tarot reading you can go to High tarot which is h-a-i-t-a-r-o-t.com I'm also high tarot on Twitter and Facebook. There's a Facebook group called Soul Sanctuary MMF, which is just for this show uh, where we post all kinds of metaphysical stuff. Uh, MMF is for metaphysical multi platform forum. That's what we're sh- our show is. It's all about uh, all the different things that we can do metaphysically. Um, so that's kind of how a couple of different ways to get in t- contact with me directly. Um, and then the show, of course, uh, airs on Saturday mornings at 8 a.m. live. There's a replay on Wednesday mornings and Thursday mornings. So, and you can always stream it um, on Anchor.fm. Just look for Soul Sanctuary. And then anywhere that you podcast, within a couple of days of the show, uh, I post it there. Except for last week um, for some technical difficulties. But this week I'll put up this one and last week's show so you get to have a double hitter, a mini binge. A soul sanctuary can you take it is it too much anyway <laughs> we're gonna talk about the crown chakra a little bit in addition to tarot so we're gonna combine them the crown chakra um, is the one we said right that's a right above your head it's purple it has to do with um, your connection to the divine um, it's the gateway between the physical and non-physical realms it allows us to understand our thought patterns directly and impact all the manifestations in our lives. Uh, When the crown chakra is out of balance, it can cause physical exhaustion and sensitivity to light and the environment. After healing the crown, you will be aware of your spiritual self as well as the well-being of others. So remember how we talked about that has to do with the connection. And once you're aware of your spiritual health, that's one of the things that helps with empathy. You'll be able to feel when other people are having a problem with that. Now whether or not you have compassion, (laughs) at that point it has a lot to do with your rearing and how much healing you've had, right? Okay, so this crown chakra spread has five different cards, and I pulled mine this morning. Uh, much to my chagrin, <laughs> pulled mine this morning. Uh, so I'm going to walk you through kind of the spread and see where you think your cards would, what cards do you think you would pull on the different, on the, the five different positions, right? Okay, so the first one is the current state of your crown chakra. What? Is right now before you've gone into doing any healing or anything, what are you just by default? What is your crown chakra doing? Uh, the second one is what may be blocking your energy on a spiritual level. The third one is what you need to heal in order to let your energy flow freely. The fourth one is what you need to unify in your life that will bring uh, enlightenment to you. And then the fifth one is the outcome of this chakra after healing okay so i pulled mine and there was a couple of good cards (laughs) but the first one which has to do with the current state of your crown chakra i pulled debauchery the seven of cups man that really kind of let me (laughs) that was upsetting for me because this card it has to do with um obsession uh uh it has to do with overindulgence that's the word it's overindulgence And the reason for the overindulgence with this card is escapism. So for whatever reason, right now, I am not doing a whole lot to honor my crown chakra. I need to go and get that thing back in balance. And there's debauchery around it. And that's not the connection that I wanna have, right? And so the next part I'll be doing is, how do I heal it really fast (laughs) once we get back home? The second card I pulled was uh, what may be blocking your energy on a spiritual level. Now, if you had to guess, What was blocking your energy on a spiritual level? What would you guess? Hold that answer in your mind. What do you think is blocking your energy on a spiritual level? There's a reason why you think that. And that's a good place to start. Start there. The card I pulled for it um, was the Princess of Swords, which is about defensiveness. Being overly defensive. Too defensive. Defending yourself to people who don't care about your play. Defending yourself at all, really. Right? Because this whole walk is about your experience. It's your journey. And so at any time when you find yourself justifying yourself or defending yourself, check your boundaries because there's probably someone stepping on one. <laughs> and then try to f- think of a more creative way to come out of the situation. because it's, it's, it's just a, the return on investment when you're defending yourself is just so low there's no reason to do it. it. You know and you'll find that when you come across those people that we think of as really enlightened like they have the long, long white beards and can kick anybody's butt with, with whatever kind of martial arts they're doing. Uh, you won't find them defending themselves. You'll find them accepting that some people don't like what they're doing, but they don't spend a whole lot of time explaining themselves to people. And that's what we're looking for, right? That's where we want to get is to that kind of um, get over the idea that you have to explain yourself to anyone. Now, this brings me to reminds me that it is November, right? And we said for November, us Soul Sanctuaries, we Soul Sanctuary people, soldiers. Uh, we're not explaining anything so if you say no to somebody this month it's just no and the way I've been writing it is say just no I want you to do at least three times this month don't explain away just say no and leave it there be okay with yourself with turning down things that you don't want in your life or not accepting things that you don't want in your life because acceptance is requestance right So when you guys whatever you do with a soul I'm sorry with a November Please, please email me, uh, post to me. However, you can get get to me on either uh, IG or, uh, which is High Tarot, and Twitter, which is High Tarot, and Facebook, which is High Tarot, right? <laughs> High Tarot.com. If you want to email me at Soul Sanctuary at hotmail.com, let me know. I want to hear your November stories. There's been some good ones so far, and I want it to keep going. We're only like three days into the the month. We have got so much more to go, and there's so much liberation in just you know standing your ground saying no and not feeling or not giving in to right this need to kinda fix it for anybody else because it's really not your job Third, the third card is what you need to heal in order to let your energy flow freely and I pulled change the two of discs I need to heal change in order for your energy to flow freely so if the card is saying to heal change and that means um, I have some resistance right now so I'm resisting some of the flow that's happening some of the change that's happening and I can actually feel that and so uh, in order to or when what, what this spread is suggesting is that I you know embrace change a little bit more than I am currently and then it said uh, what what do you need to unify in your life that will bring enlightenment to you and I pulled reversed love card it's with the reverse two of cups so in order to uh, what does it say unite in my life that will bring enlightenment um... I need to identify where I've got conditional love or a perversion of love happening Ew, that sounds awful I don't know what it could be talking about here I am in some kind of denial because I don't uh, I don't recognize right off the back where that's happening um... but Um, if my energy matched that card and that's what pulled up, uh, that's what I'm going to be kind of looking into. That's kind of what I'm chewing on in the back of my head. Where is there some kind of conditional love that's happening? Where am I um, looking to serve myself before whoever it is I'm professing to love? Which relationship is it? Um, Well, there's like two that are (laughs) suspects. But I don't know which one it is, right? Okay, or maybe it's about both. Okay, and then the fifth card is about um, the outcome of this chakra after healing and that was an interesting card because there I pulled the moon card and I pulled it inverted which makes it a lot less scary to me the moon cards really kind of intimidating to me because it's about kind of walking on a tightrope making really really precise decisions and having to go on a very specific path in order to get the outcome that you want and not being able to have like any errors there's a very small margin of error or no margin of error with a moon card. And being a Taurus, I'm pretty clumsy. I accept, you know, and I'm like a bull in a china shop, and so I don't like things that don't allow for errors. I need really big shoulders, really big margins of error, or at least that is what I think I need. And so with this card coming up as inverted, that means that I do have that, right? I do have that really wide margin. I, I am assured they will be walking the right way it's um, it's comforting to me that I won't have to be quite as careful. And that's the outcome of healing the chakra. So once I do some work on that debauchery card, right, and some work on that defensiveness card, the princess of swords, get some work on that change, go dig out that un- that conditional love that's running around. Uh, on the other side of that, I'll be able to move more freely, spread my wings wider. Um, what I get for that is to be a little bit more carefree with um, my in the confidence I'll have in my crown chakra so that's kind of how you would read through that I'll post a picture of the spread uh, on Soul Sanctuary MMF on Facebook so that you guys can kind of see what that looks like and um, there we walk through what's going on with my crown chakra so what's going on with your crown chakra when I say crown chakra and talk about the connection that you have to the cosmos is that something that you feel like yeah I'm really healthy there I'm pretty sure mine's balanced or the last time you considered anything like that was weeks ago or months ago or years ago i I think that's a great day. it's Saturday you can spend a whole lot of time with self-care hopefully or at least this is how we can figure out how much self-care you need right is one minute per year just like you do with timeout for kiddos one minute per year so if you're 40 you need 40 minutes right kinda dig in see if you can meditate for 40 minutes if you're thirty, see if you can meditate for thirty minutes. You can work your way up. There's a couple of apps um, that start out with like two and five minute meditations. I think it's a great idea just to commit to yourself to try to do it once every three days. Whenever we try to, you know, jump in and do something daily or whatever, you know, kind of caveat you put on your goal that makes it so that you won't do it. Just try to to do your goal without that. Kind of, it's like self sabotage. See if there's a way that you can work yourself towards whatever the ultimate goal is. Start smaller. Be careful with yourself. Love yourself. You know, you only have one walk this lifetime and you can get it right, but you are going to have to get up and go get it. Nobody's going to come to your door with your dream. (laughs) Nobody's going to knock, you know, pass you your dharma. You do have to work for it. And Soul Sanctuary is here to kind of give you a couple of tips on how to get there or how to get to the answers um, that have been plaguing you your whole life. Tarot is a good way to do it. Um, you can always call up and get you know an appointment with me or anybody that's around that, that is an authentic tarot reader. Um, Reiki is a good way to get in and to and through and connect it with your spirit. Uh, prayer is always wonderful, right? There's so much self-help out there, but the idea is not to just sit and stew. I don't think that there's Any group of spiritual beings, you know, they're not for us to just sit and stew. I think we're supposed to work through that stuff. Life is the journey, right? Okay, so we are about to go into our third break, but before we do, we're going to have a little bit of Bob Marley because he's awesome. This is an encore presentation. If you like it, listen live on Saturday at 8 in the morning, Soul Sanctuary. You should be here with me. You should be
1: here with me. Babe. You should be here with me. Babe. Girl, you should be here with You should know be You should be here with me. Babe.
2: KZSM.org and the incredible people at the City of San Marcos Main Street Program are proud to present live music with the Kissing Alley Concert Series. KZSM.org is proud to host this free, family-friendly event that is located at 121 East Hopkins, across from the historic downtown courthouse in San Marcos. The Kissing Alley Concert Series is every third Thursday from 6 to 9 p.m. and is a partnership with the Third Thursday Walkabouts. Come on out and support live local music and community radio at KZSM.org. See you downtown. Do you love listening to great music? Are you interested in topics that can blow your mind? Do you like having a good time when listening to the radio? If so, then listen to Into the Gray, Friday mornings 10 till noon. Into the Gray is a public interest radio program we can all enjoy. That's Into the Gray. Friday mornings, 10 a.m. until noon on kzsm.org in San Marcos, Texas.
3: In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was etched onto clay tablets, carved into stone, inscribed on parchment, forged into type, converted to bytes and bits and pixels. However the Word enters your consciousness, join us Tuesdays 4 to 6 for Bookmarked, all about books and reading in San Marcos and the world.
0: Bookmarked is such a cool show. I was on there a couple of weeks ago. When we were talking about before agreements. Um, it's really interesting. Hopefully, you'll get a chance to check that out. Uh, as you kind of pour through and listen to the various shows that we have here on uh, kzsm.org, uh, you're currently listening to Soul Sanctuary. This is Atika. Hi, everybody. So glad you're up with me this bright and early morning here on. Uh and on Soul Sanctuary at KZSM. Uh, we're in the last chunk of the show here. Uh and so we have a couple more things to go through. Hopefully you're enjoying it so far. Uh we're gonna talk about because our element is space this week, um, and we're talking about the cosmos, we're talking about the crown chakra. Uh we also said happy birthday to our Scorpio brethren. Uh we're gonna look a little bit into your and you know, If you listen to the show, that's one of my newest uh, obsessions (laughs) is to kind of learn about the different Orisha. Uh, The Orisha are part of Yoruba, which is the religion that uh, the Africans that were brought over here had prior to um, Christianity being imposed upon them. And so I found that really interesting and wanted to learn as much about it as I can. Um, So one of the things I did uh, with our element being space is to figure out which Orisha um, is responsible for space or for the cosmos, and the one that uh, we came to is Olorun, um, and it said that Olorun is the ruler of or in the heavens. So That's kind of cool. Uh, the different things that I learned about Olorun is that there's three manifestations. There's Ola Dumare, which is the creator. There's Olorun, which is the ruler of the heavens, and there's Olofi, which is the conduit between heaven, which is Oroon, and earth, which is Aye, which is so beautiful. I didn't know that Aie, um meant earth. That's a really beautiful word. Okay, so it says that um, uh, the Olorun rules the Orun, the heavens and works through the Orisha, which is kind of fantastic, um, and thus reaches the human. So one of the cool things about this Orisha is that you don't, like pray directly to or work directly with this arisha you go through others to get to that arisha which reminds me of um like jesus and christianity a little bit um and also uh Odomare is who's given the attributes that you probably would associate with uh the christian god he breathed life into humans and you put you know actual like before he started dealing with the earth it was just like this marshy planet and he actually put earth or the ground onto the planet In a really cool way, that story is interesting. It has a pigeon and a chicken in it. (laughs) We think it starts with a pigeon and chicken. It's pretty interesting. Um, There's some other aspects of um, Olorun. The Yoruba people of uh, Nigeria and Benin are the ones um, where you'll find Olorun in charge of, like we said, everything. It's supreme um, being, Um, usually considered to be male, and the say type is deity. Out of what I don't know. And so some of the other uh, attributes that I learned about kind of looking um, Ile, which means house, was added. So Ile Ife is the most sacred city for the Yoruba people. It's fantastic. They're so cool that there's this whole other like belief systems that we have no familiarity with. Meanwhile, like whether or not you are Krishna or are Jewish in the society, you definitely know of the stories. They're referred to all the time. Um, even, you know, in my own rearing, making sure that my children understand the different stories so that when they're brought up, they know about them, even though it's not something that they have to believe in. Because I don't, I don't, I don't parent that way. <laughs> but yeah, so we've got this really cool connection to uh, the history because of the Internet and all that kind of stuff we can kind of find out. We no longer have to have that removed from our experience. We can have that be part of it. I think is fantastic. Um, there's some other information that we have about um, the 19 ways to bring your crown chakra into alignment or to heal it and that I'll post on Facebook on the Soul Sanctuary MMF group so you can go there and find out some different ways to work with your crown chakra and how to bring it back in alignment. We talked about the benefits of that. I'm so glad you joined me today for Soul Sanctuary. I hope that you have a wonderful week and spend some time kind of focusing on your connection to and through your crown chakra i will see you next week it's been a pleasure
4: goodbye